Hi everyone, and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm Brent Constantine, and just first off the bat, uh, I just want to address the family of Grombo, and I thought I made this perfectly clear on the last episode, that Grombo wants nothing to do with you, he is fine, uh, he gave me complete power of attorney and uh, living heir, and as far as I'm concerned, I want you to get off the property, uh, you know, this is going to belong to, this belongs, basically it's being given to me and Gr- you heard loud and clear, both in the, uh, attorney certified blinks and winks format and the steroid induced, uh, speech format that Grombo gave on the show last week. And I don't really know, I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. So I want you off the property. I want these gorilla attacks to stop. Uh, from the reeds. I don't want Shane to have to be out in the field kind of managing some of these pits. And Grombo family just kind of jumps up out of them trying to serve yeah. him papers. And um, it, it's it's just getting too much. And, you know, the physical violence uh, is just, it's not going to solve anything. You had your time. You had your chance. And you blew it. And, and Grombo chose, and he chose the right choice. And he's fine. So mm-hmm. let's just move on. So just, uh, you know, another update, Shane. Um, yeah. I just want to, yeah. you know, I just want to get uh, the latest word on Grombo. And uh, have we been able to, you know, find him in the tank? Yeah. No, uh, no, no sign of Grombo as such. As okay. What happened? Yeah. What? Okay. Um, Did you check in, you know, inside the treasure chest, the sunken pirate ship? Because... He's gotten pretty soft, and I just want to, you know, I just want to check all the all the nooks and crannies before we actually, you know, announce that uh, Grombo has slipped yeah. away. He's definitely not in the chest. Um, it's uh, yeah, the chest has been demolished as well. I did notice there was a filter missing from one of the pipes, and um, mm. yeah, there is some Grombo slime around the entrance of that pipe. So okay, I don't okay. want to assume the worst, but I think. He's somewhere in the in the system. Why? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I think some well, sort of vacuum you know, here's, was created. Here's the thing. Why did he do it? We tapped into the reservoir, the Grombo Mountain Reservoir. You know, as as per his wishes, his some of his last wishes, and he's you know he's had quite a few for someone who's kind of been on the way out for a while now. But we wanted to respect that again. The Grombo family, nothing. You know, how are you respecting Grombo's Grombo's wishes here by mm-hmm. attacking Shane in the fields and bothering our field hands that are out there digging an honest day's work in the pits, uh, mm-hmm. getting that um, reality ranch uh, dating show underground bunker uh, ready? That armadillo guy, you know, he did nothing wrong. He's refusing to come back. We got a lot of sick armadillos. They were never meant to live underground. They're they're an above ground species. That armadillo guy was coming by, and he was giving them uh, that UV uh, vitamin D pill uh, yeah. that they craved. And now I, I'm not really sure. So just just want to say, you know, we respected the wishes. We tapped into that reservoir, and he was happy in that tank. Um, but I think unfortunately there was a bit of a an undertow that that pulled Grombo back out. So he is somewhere under Grombo Mountain is what Shane and I think we were hoping yeah. for the best that he was just kind of squeezed next to a pipe in the tank. Well, wow. Grombo always said he belonged to this land. And I think it's just, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's some sort of cosmic thing, but it feels like he's being pulled back into the land. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. also needs that armadillo vitamin D because he's not getting any sunlight down there. You know, it's... 
unfortunate and we've got crews uh looking around the clock we've got those field hands they they're doing an honest day's work milling mm-hmm. and digging and uh you know while they're down there we've said hey if you hit into the the reservoir that underground lake you know just shine a, a light uh around see if you see anything floating down there because we do you know god forbid uh grumble passes away down in the reservoir we need him above land uh legally uh when that does happen because i think a lot of those things tied up with the the will do stipulate that he needs to um uh be uh terranian not subterranean i think that there was just yeah. some legal things that uh nima nima laid out for us here Definitely. And to an untrained eye, it could look like some sort of funny business is happening, which no funny business is happening. But, you know, if he turns up, you know, under Grumbo Mountain, it wouldn't look good. Well, again, you know, at this point, and again, I I plead with the family, the Grumbo family to move on and just move off the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you've got yeah. a, a life of your own. You've got kids to raise. I know they're popping up all over the farm. Violence is not the way we want to do this. We want Grombo safe and secure, and he is fine. We have carried out his wishes to the letter, with the exception of losing him underground, slipping into that pipe, which is not something he would have wanted. But we are working around the clock with those field hands out there uh, making an honest day's work. Uh, they're looking, uh, they're they're searching in, and they're updating Shane and I within the house. But he does have, like, a breathing apparatus, right? He's kind of learned to live without oxygen. Oh. Well, the goo that's in the tank is, like, oxygen-rich. Mm. You know, Grombo, if you're listening, somehow, uh, please come home. Please come home. Please swim up the current uh, back, you know, like a, the salmon might. I, I know that they have some powerful fins, which uh, haven't really come to fruition with you, but, but I, I do think that if you can hear me and I think feel more importantly, feel the, the emotions that I have and, you know, Shane mm-hmm. and Christine, and we're all wishing you well, get well soon. Grombo. Get well soon. And, Grombo. Get well yeah. soon. And we need you back here. And it's not just for those legal reasons, uh, tied up with the will, but, uh, we do need that body, uh up here above land and the and the soul that lives within it as well but you know both would be great and uh more than ever we need those funds into the uh grombo save grombo fundraiser now you know locate grombo and save him Mm -hmm. uh in whatever order that happens we need that money more than ever so keep those donations coming in uh, we we really appreciate and grombo appreciates it too Brent, it's so nice to know that you believe in the soul i didn't realize that about you but I was actually just thinking about soulmates the other day. Do they exist? What does that mean? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, legally, uh, it is some language that Grombo used in that will and testament uh, through the blinks and winks format. And so I'm honoring his memory, living memory, uh, the memory of him who's still alive. Get well soon. And we want to see you uh, flop up, uh, swim, get back up here above land. Uh, and and that soul, that legal soul that resides within you as well. And, you know, Christine, to your point about soulmates, uh, you know, that ship might have sailed for Grombo at this point. But, you know, he he's surprised us every uh, every turn, uh, you know, of the corner. The doctor, uh, when we were still letting mm-hmm. him come in here before we found out we could get that armadillo guy, um, he was saying, you know, he's only got you know, X amount of hours to live. 
But Grombo has proved the experts wrong um, time and time again. So I, I think that, you know, there is someone out there for Grombo, um, woman or anyone, anyone possibly. Oh, I've been in a few times where I've thought that I found someone that was a soulmate, but didn't turn out to be that. A lot of the time turned out to be a, a pretty big piece of shit. So I'm just trying to, you know, for the next time... Look for someone who mm. maybe isn't like me, like someone I don't connect with. That's what something I'm trying to find. Because like maybe, maybe I seek out people who are not my soulmate because I'm scared of like, you know, commitment or something like that. I don't know. Something's wrong. Definitely, that is you know what I've been saying for a while. And so interesting stuff, Christine. So Shane, uh, you mm-hmm. know you've been you've been working hard, and we've got Cam down in that pit, uh, digging yeah. away, sleeping away, at, and you know he's down there alone. But uh, how are we how are we doing on uh, on everything on that front there? On the uh, da- yeah. dating reality ranch, re- uh, dating bunker uh, show, reality show. I've kind of, I've put, yeah, casting is kind of on the back burner right now while I deal mm. with, like, I got a lot of crews. I'm kind of like a construction manager right now. I'm just trying to make sure that no other casualties kind of happen here and that, like, we're, we're able to keep everyone safe and on schedule because Cam's really hungry for some mates. If he has to pick up a shovel or whatever, he's he's willing to do it. Um, wow, so he is doing the construction. He doesn't have a lot of experience with bunker building, but he's uh, motivated. Wow, what a nice guy. And a lot of that motivation is coming from necessity as we have found... A lot of the soil, and I think probably due to the high water content from the reservoir, it is crumbling uh, quite quickly. So he's digging yeah. as fast as he can. Yeah. You know, he's very proactive, and we appreciate that, keeping that okay. uh, that pit clear of debris. He kind of, it's a, he has to dig, but he, he still mm. seems to be on board with digging. So Shane, uh, you know, I just wanted another update here on some of those supplies, uh, food, uh-huh. yeah, uh, yeah, outside, yeah. outside, you know, joists and, and cables and things that some of those I've, crews are looking yeah. for. And I've been asking you to do that that uh, sure. milk yeah, yeah. run into town for milk and more. Uh, and, and um, you know, where are we at with that? Oh, yeah. All that stuff that's coming, that's kind of on the horizon. There's just a lot at the ranch that's kind of got my attention right now. And I can't see mm-hmm. myself being able to pull away from that um, anytime mm. soon, really. Uh, so, milk Well, and this more is and... one of your responsibilities. And of I course, mean, we, yeah. need, we need the food. We need the, you know, that bread that we promised Cam we were going to throw into the pit. I and think he wanted a bed. He wants a lot of things. And we, we've got to get some of them to him. We, those armadillos, uh, they need those pellets that um, the armadillo guy recommended. Those field hands. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the field hands, at least, they're above ground. You know, there's nothing down there except the those mushrooms that started sprouting up the last couple weeks. Yeah, we don't even know if those are edible. Well, Shane and I actually, you know, because they glow, we think we're going to save a lot of um, money on electricity. Ooh, cool. And Shane, I mm-hmm. think those looked pretty good on the camera test that you were doing. I think so, too. And those sun lamps I got are a total bust. They do not work at all, especially with no power. Ooh. So we're going to we're gonna have to rely on those glowing mushrooms to do a lot of the kind of like 
lighting work down there. And um, I've never heard of a movie doing it or a TV show doing that before. So um, we're going to turn the heads of a lot of cinematographers, if nothing else. That's so cool. Yeah. Using the environment, mm-hmm. excite specific stuff. That's so neat. Yeah, that's a Grombo exclusive. But yeah, I can't go to town right now, Brent. You know, there's like sinkholes everywhere. I've The Grombo search is ongoing and no one can really spearhead that. Like I know where the holes are on the ranch. Right. No one else knows where all the holes are. Because mm. I dug those holes. You know, you dug the starter hole, which was just to let the field hands know, you know, I've got a lot going on here. I've got to manage the property. A lot of these walls structurally are not sound. And that house has been, the Grombo house has been kind of collapsing in room by room. And again, I think it's due to that reservoir being tapped and that that ground being very unstable. And, and it's something, you know, Grombo probably should have said something and i don't want to blame grombo but uh you know it's yeah. his fault and uh if we find him we could probably ask him a couple questions about why he withheld this information which was very important for us yeah that's where my head is it's like find grombo get to the bottom of this well i need Milk you into t- shane i need to you to wait. get into town I, and uh i can't get into i think christine would appreciate if you would you know you could ride the bus together i don't care christine's got her hands full with her um her boyfriend nash who i hear is out of um prison <sighs> yes he is out of prison but he got out on a technicality he did do it mm-hmm. so unfortunately um we are break we we've broken oh, up I so get well soon mm, get well uh, soon yeah it's okay yeah i'll be okay i don't know about him i've got uh, somehow i now have his cat and i have to deal with it mm-hmm. which is something that like i I don't really like extra responsibilities, so I'm a bit stressed about that right now, and this cat does not like me, but I'm hoping that it will turn around. The cat? Yeah. It's always showing its ass to me, like, all the time. At first, I thought they it really liked me because it was, like, not afraid of me coming up behind it to, like, kill, kill it or something in the wild or whatever, but, you no, know, it's just showing me disrespect. Mm-hmm. This cat has farted mm-hmm. in my face. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, and what's what's the name of the cat? Well, originally it was Spots, mm-hmm. but I have renamed it Stripes. Right. Yeah, I just think it was good to just start from scratch again. Um, oh, maybe I should call it Scratch because this cat is scratching everything in the house, mm-hmm. including me. And Claws Out, it's not having a good time. It's not playing either. It's mad at me. Well, I don't know if it's jealous because Nash was obsessed with me um, legally, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's well, why, if, but like we're on the same off, team now. If you want that off your hands, you know, I'm sure that would look great on camera and we could put that thing down in the pit. Uh, and uh, You know, I'd really rather not put the cat down there just because the students that I am going to be bringing down there later, one of them does have an allergy. Mm. So, and I just think like there's not a lot of oxygen, oxygen going around down there. So there's probably enough. the cat dander will get in the, uh, there's enough to exist, but not enough for a cat to be popped in there and then not have a child or uh, um, a college student react to that, you know? I mean, it is nice that I have the cat because I've been feeling pretty lonely since Nash and I broke up. Um, I didn't tell you guys yet just how it happened, but he mm-hmm. arrived at our place that we shared together. Right. And then he, uh, I told him, like, mm-hmm. well, you did it, and that's illegal, so I'm asking you to leave the apartment and give it to me. And right. that was a, he said that's a pretty big ask, but he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now yeah. legally the apartment is in my name. That's great. I think I earned it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that, you know, pre- uh, 
possession is 10 tenths of the law as far as the law is concerned is what I've been told. And again, to the Grombo mm-hmm. family, I mean, look that up because Shane and I and Christine every now and then have been staying here at the Grombo ranch. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. get off our property. Yeah. And he said, well, you have to take the cat if you take the apartment. And I hummed and hawed, but I agreed to it in the end. It's just so hard when someone is obsessed with revenge, right. you know, uh-huh. which is like a big thing for him right now he wants to find out who the whistleblower was Uh who told on him and he wants to kill them Hmm. uh which i understand (sighs) so i told him look it's either me or revenge and and like right away without even thinking he said revenge it just seems like a lot of um bad stuff to happen to a a brave Mm. tipster you know Mm. an anonymous Mm. tipster i think Mm. i think we should be looking out i think nash should what business was it of theirs sure Mm. yeah that's a good point all those old people weren't complaining Mm -hmm. yeah that he took advantage of Mm-hmm. financially that's yeah. all it was just financial and they had I and was, they had the okay. case i mean i have a feeling uh that whoever this tipster was has a pretty pathetic excuse and i think they should have minded their own business and now it's seeping over into someone's day-to-day life that had no has no part in this at all and now has to uh-huh. you know they're the victim yeah exactly here. i yeah sure. i am yeah yes. mm. oh it's so frustrating well i think that you know, whoever this tipster might have been, if they are out there trying to lay low, that they need to remember that they've got responsibilities and they yes. can't just hide wherever they are mm-hmm. every single day. They've got to get out and do their job, get out there. And, Definitely. you know, it's a huge... Come clean. It's a huge uh-huh. ranch uh, and world beyond it. And I think that, you know, you, you, you're never going to get found. The chances of being found are in, infinitesimal. Definitely. It's, it's, you, know, just... you haven't met Nash. You have not met Nash. Oh, yeah. He's going to find this person, whoever they are. There's no real evidence mm-hmm. who and it's it not was, be I don't think. So, like, I got to assume that this is a goose chase for him, wild one. And he'll he'll turn up empty, hopefully, because this guy doesn't Well, he mentioned he had a lead. Oh, really? He's got a lot of money. Yeah? He's got a lot of money, oh. and so he's bribing mm-hmm. everyone he can. And it's going well so far, he said. I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're obsessed with this. He still thinks we're going to get back together after mm-hmm. he kills this guy. Yeah. But obviously, no. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine, I'd love to get in touch with uh, Nash and that money. And I think that, you know, it's definitely, uh, you know, we are looking Brent, for partners out here at the ranch. That, Emotionally, that I can't. Grombo, no. uh, that Grombo uh, money, you know, it's trickling in. Please donate because we want to, you know, get that uh, those last wishes and current living memory of Grombo, but uh, a lot of that money has been locked down since he has slipped away into the night. So, you know, maybe we can talk off air about getting that contact because I'd love to partner with, uh, you know, Nash. I don't like know really if he's the kind guy. of guy we would want to partner with it. on this yeah. show, actually. He didn't seem like a good fit. I agree with Shane. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That okay, wouldn't well, be fair we'll talk, to Christine. We'll talk off air. We'll talk off or, air. Or me as well as her friend. I wouldn't, it's not fair mm-hmm. to me or Christine. Well, we'll see about that. With a negative door closing comes a positive door opening or a window. And Mm -hmm. for me, that door window has been um, at school. I've actually been upped again. What's it called? Promoted again. Wow. Big ups. I'm now the dean of women's romance. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. Christine. Thank you. uh... I was a bit nervous on the Zoom interview, but it went really well. This is week Week five uh, of, 
you know, you enrolled yeah. in the program and then I you know. started teaching and now, yeah. wow, you are, uh, you're in charge of the, of the whole division. It's there. wild. Sounds like you found your calling. I think I truly have. And now I, I, I still have the time to like come here and be with you two, which mm-hmm. is obviously very important to me yes, too. And like, and one day I'll have a relationship again and then I'll have time for that too. Like things are going very well for me. I actually get to say I'm a dean, which doesn't really get you like better spots in restaurants or anything, but mm-hmm. it definitely makes students respect you more. Mm-hmm. It is a bit confusing um, because sometimes you say I'm the dean and then they go, you're sorry, your name is Dean. And I go, no, I'm no, I am the dean of this program. Uh, my name is Christine. And they go, Christine? And then I go, no, Christine. I am the Dean, Dean Christine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we usually laugh about it afterwards. They really respect you a lot more. The whole class used to just like turn themselves away from me and just show me their butts just like that fucking cat. But now they're really facing forward. Wow. I think some of the issue with them respecting me is the fact that we did all start the program together five weeks ago and now I'm the Dean. And so they are being a a little disrespectful in some ways. And like all those little snubs at the beginning, I do remember them. The people who didn't say hello Mm -hmm. to me in a friendly way on the first day. Mm -hmm. I remember that and it's reflected in their GPA. I'm sure you'll find a way to get through to them. You're a natural born educator, Christine. And currently they're paying me on spec, but like once we get accreditation for the school, uh, those paychecks are going to be rolling in every two weeks, I think. You know, just curious in terms of, you know, the professors and the previous dean, uh, you know, what happened, uh, what happened there? Well, unfortunately, a lot of people have been getting food poisoning. Mm-hmm. and then just not recovering. Mm-hmm. Like there's one person that's now, they sent them to a farm. They just disappeared. Again, people are being paid on spec, so mm. there's no money involved, mm-hmm, right. which I think they don't tell you at first. So I think that that sort of was part of the problem. People were expecting to get a paycheck after two weeks, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, not everyone is in my position where mm-hmm. I was with someone who was fully supporting me, mm-hmm. and now we're broken up and he's only partially supporting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Um... <coughs> <coughs> Do you want some more water, Brent? You okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, give me some more of that that water. Yeah, I'll grab um, you a glass of water. That, it sounds like you got a cough. I am no. I'm sorry. I I've I've tried to edit around this, but uh, I have just been feeling, you know, it comes and goes, and it's coming yeah. and coming right now. Um, the uh, just these these feelings, you know, it's my stomach. <sighs> give me some of that Grombo Reservoir water, Shane. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Your face looks really red. And flushed, yeah. Brent. Yeah, I I feel it's just um, you know acclimatizing to this farm life and this farm mm-hmm. fresh um, farm fresh uh, you know way of life, the farm fresh air here on Grumbo Mountain. What are you eating, Brent? What are you eating? You know, just the supplies from town. Uh, some of the mm-hmm. you know some of the animal reserves that were here. Um, at the farm when we got uh, animal reserves or preserves well the reserve the what you know the, the leftover animals, animals the leftover animals that were you know still here but i don't think it's them those were uh you know meat, uh meat quality triple a armadillos and uh tortoises so uh i have i i don't i i doubt <sighs> okay 
Wow, this should we just maybe end the recording? No, I'm oh, fine. End the recording for now? I'm fine. No, this water gets him back up and running normally. Just... I can hardly I can hardly hold this. This has cup. happened before? Oh, my arm just Brent, you should go see a doctor about oh, this. I'm fine. Okay. I'm good. You don't look fine. I... Brent, you're <sighs> why's your arm doing that? It's fine. It's just been a little loose. I'm good. Let's just move on. I think, you know, we're going to cut this out of the episode. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> Christine, very excited. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talked off air Thank you. about, you know, we've had a bit of issue filling those pits. But, uh, you know, I think that there's some synergy here to work out with, with some of those students and getting them on to some real world women's romance on our reality dating uh, bunker ranch island reality show i was in class and i was like how can i bring these students into Mm -hmm. reality Mm -hmm. you know like make the like immerse them in um in the study of romance and what better way than having them participate in this program not everyone was into it which is fine Mm -hmm. but like 90 percent of them were and they'll pretty much do anything for attention. So yeah. I think that they will be very receptive to the game of the show. Maybe some of them could hit uh, Milk and More on their way in. Maybe hit some of those errands I was supposed to be doing. No, those town. are those are your jobs. Sorry, job what's chain? a Milk and That's More? That's your job. Yeah, chain. I just That's got my hands job. full, and it would be really nice if you know someone else. No, could the problem is you don't have your hands full, and I want you back here at the ranch full. Because uh, I said you're not paying for bags. We're, that's a scam. So get that milk. And more back here to the ranch. Bread, Joyce's uh, rope, because we need those supplies. Cool. Well, I mean, I can get them to pop in there Thanks. on the way up. If they've got reception right now, I'll text them. Um, yeah, Brent Brent uh, texted me the list. I'll just forward it to you. Okay, thank you. I think this is great, Christine. And um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to meet some of these uh, students. Yeah, I think they're going to be super into the into the show. And I actually, I, I did think this was more of a bachelor type thing. So I did say like evening gowns, mm-hmm. um, you know, special dresses. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about bringing like equipment for survival right. or anything because I didn't really realize that was part of the program. So it's a bit too late to ask them to bring that now. Mm. Um, but maybe they can get whatever they can from Milk and More. Well, I sure, think yeah. those clothes are definitely going to come in handy as, you know, fabrics and uh, cloth. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's definitely bandages. Bandages, yeah. I think. You uh, barely even need clothes down there. It's so dark. Like the cameras aren't going to pick up much Humid. other than the outlines. Yeah. It's got that tropical climate mm-hmm. we found tapping into the uh, reservoir, and we've kind of developed a. Mm-hmm. So that's what's up with me. What's up with you, Brad? Yeah, I'm just really focused here again. Oh, I mean, like in a relationship way. Like, are you like I talked about what I've been doing for the podcast, mm-hmm. um, like relationship wise, and learning more about mm-hmm. like being able to give advice and stuff. So like, what are you doing for the podcast relationship wise? Well, it's interesting to challenge me like that on air, Christine, because I'd say I I do, you know, the most uh, for the podcast relationship wise, and it's maintaining these relationships, you know, with, with co-hosts that seem to, you know, they, they become deans and all of a sudden they're challenging you. So Christine, I do a lot for the podcast. I do it day to day. Uh, I'm 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 finding Grombo. I'm fighting off the Grombo family, the usurpers out there in the field. Again, just get get off the property. Uh, you know things are things are rough, and uh, you know this illness as well is not making things e- easy. As well as Shane's insistence on laying low and kind of 
hiding around the house and you know it's falling apart hiding. room by room so sheen there's not a lot you don't of places need to, do that, to hide shane. no it, it, i pretty I, soon it's a bit of game I'm of musical hiding. chairs but with a house collapsing room by room i'm just busy with the show that's all and uh yeah let's hope neither of us are, are in one of those rooms the next time they pop uh because it's not mm. pretty it, inaccessible after that happens a lot of grombo memories are lost to the sinkholes at this point if, if we can find out where that main cavern is i feel like you know a lot of this digging can kind of stop i feel like we're we're, work, we're not working smart we're just working uh-huh. have you been doing any dating shane um just right kind of married to the show right now and um maybe i'll meet some of the people that cam doesn't hit it off with maybe i guess i'll introduce you to the students when they come by i'm just kind of wondering like i'm doing things like trying to like you know investigate love and being in relationships you guys kind you guys both kind of seem like you're more focused on work right now and like work-life balance is like not really healthy for you both right now. Disagree. I just feel like maybe okay, you guys dis- should go disagree. on a couple dates so, or something. Christine, I don't have time for this. Uh, again, I don't know where this energy is coming from. I think it's maybe a bit too big for the britches. Uh, but we've we've Shane and I have been working around the clock, uh, and, and th- we're doing all this, you know, and postponing our own physical happiness for uh, mm-hmm. you know success in the reality ranch uh, entertainment grombo I think just take network. a day just take a day eat off ranch for one day you well, don't milk look and good. Wort doesn't really have table service it's something it's sort of more of a grab and grow situation yeah. and uh you know i've uh, christine i've got a you know i've got a wandering eye as well and uh we're hoping the armadillo guy comes back and can do something about that but i look at uh, some of these field hands out here and it's just you know not really not really the best uh stock uh for dating out here in, on grombo mountain so yeah. I, I mean I, I hear what you're saying and uh, again, I just worry about you too. That's all. I think once the show premieres, we're gonna be um, you know successful producers that have no shortage of mm-hmm. dates lined up. Uh, Brent especially the weight he's losing with this illness, he looks great. Illness? Well, well just not like, illness. It's a bit of sorry, a, you know, uh, just I, like I, a bit I of dropped, a 24 hour flu or whatever. I dropped hours. about 60 pounds in the last two weeks. What? Well. I, you know, I'm wearing a lot of clothing because I'm quite cold most of the time, so you probably couldn't tell. But uh, I think I've never looked better. And like Shane said, uh, when this program comes out, uh, yeah. I think I might be down, you know, another 20, 30 pounds. Get to that. You've looked better. You look like shit right now. I wasn't going to say it, but Brent, that's a lot of like, you got to go to a doctor. Well, the Please. doctor won't have come one back come out on here. the property. It's the problem. Oh, then you got to get off the property. I'm begging Christine, you. Christine, we got that armadillo guy coming in. He's coming in a couple times <sighs> a week. And he says everything's fine. He says this happens to armadillos every once a season. He says they just, you know, they, they lose weight when they molt. And it's part of the mating process. And uh, they, so he says there's nothing to worry about if armadillos and humans are anything alike, which he thinks we could be connected. So he thinks it's um, it's not something to worry about, and to just he's he says I've never looked better since he first came, came, started coming out here. And okay, uh, well I've just put it out there that I'd like you to go see a doctor. That's it. I respect your I respect your choice to be dumb about it. Mm, okay, so again, uh, Christine, I'm not sure where this energy is coming from, and uh, oh my God, Brent, your hair. No, he's fine. It's yeah, a lot of it has been falling out on the sides. Uh, so on purpose? No, I think that it's just 
sort of the you know the next level of puberty and i think some men go through it never uh, heard of that outside some of these waves i've never felt better in my life and i'm at you, you know a, a weight i haven't been at since junior high and so i think i'm the best uh the best health of my life yeah i guess it could be menopause does that happen to everyone Anyway, maybe we should go on to the questions so you can lay down. I'll just pour him another glass of water. We can get through this. Where are you getting that water? Oh, it's from the spring. It's the reservoir. Farm fresh water okay. from the Grombo Reservoir that we tapped into. And, uh, y- you know, once we, once, once we started getting that in Grombo, Uncle Grombo, you know, a couple weeks later, we saw that was pretty safe. Uh, so I told Shane to save some money on some of those bottles Mm-hmm. We were we were buying and uh, you know boiling, which was just taking too long. Uh, so we've been drinking it from yeah. the table. It's a okay. shame that Grombo's bone disorder well, kicked cool. in. It's just uh, he loved it so much. It's such a shame. So that... Shane, I've been trying to tell you, you know, we need to save money on that water, and I want to get you off that bottled water and back onto the back. back I want you on. This I know, but I don't. Water. I know you love it so much. I don't want to. I don't want to suck it all up. You well, know, we got so and, much of it. Okay, yeah, I'll start drink. I'll start drink. I'll have a glass right now. Is that food coloring? No, no. This is its natural color. It's like an algae green. Grombo loved it so much, but he only got to drink it for a couple of days before his bone disorder really, you know, got the best of him. And it's so sad because he get he well just soon. loved it. Get well soon, Grombo. Yeah, please get well soon. It's thick. It's really thick. It's hardier than most water. You should try it sometime, Chris. <coughs> mm, I'm a bit unsure. Here, you, uh, take a spoon and get uh, get some of that in there. Well, I'll have a spoonful, but I like my water sort thin. Sort of jiggles, you Ugh. see. You know what? This is going to make me barf. I'm not going to have any. I respect that you guys are having like high concentrate water, but I think I like okay. low concentrate. Yeah, well, <sighs> the stuff that you get from the store is really full of toxins and poisons, so That's just careful. Well, I just disagree. The field hands are begging for this stuff. Oh, oh. I mean, maybe I would take it if it was in a pill. Okay, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> take a break from the water for a second. Just too much of a good thing. Let's get to this. So, Christine, uh, you've you've asked to bring somebody into the show today, and I have agreed. Uh, you, you've, you've talked about, um, you know, this class that you started taking, this course... And now you're in a position where, you know, you were a student and now you have students uh, of your own as the, the dean of the women's romance program. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm interested in this. You know, you've brought, you've brought somebody in and I hope the first of many because, like you know, we do need to fill that pit up pretty quick. Uh, it's, it's getting pretty lonesome down there for Cam. Well, it's not uh, my against. job to fill out the it's not my job to fill out the pit, but I will say that for the benefit of my students, if I think them being in mm-hmm. the pit is going to better their education and their right. experience, mm-hmm. then I will mm-hmm. get them in that pit. And as long as I can convince them cuz I'm not going to push anyone in the pit or anything. Like Well, I, I mean, I'm I'm willing I'm definitely willing to, you know, push whoever I need to to fill that I pit up. I won't let that happen. These are my students. Okay, well, this is my well, flock. Christine, you've been you've been a you've been in charge for like about a week and I think that, you know, you've developed some strong feelings there, but Yeah, I absolutely have. 
Uh, I think that it's great because we killed kind of two birds with one stone. One is whatever this nonsense is, and the second is filling up that pit as fast as possible. So I'm really excited, uh, you know, to get this over with so that we can get that pit start filling up. And, uh, you know, once we got one in, you know, two will follow, three, and I think that uh, sort of become a chain reaction in that respect. Yeah, I mean, as long as people are interested and this is doing them some good to get into that pit and be on the show, I say yes. Let's do it. Well, I think, well, the thing is, it's that, you know, you're not really looking at from the top down because it does, you know, look like a hole. It's maybe not as interesting as once you get in there. So I think some people might might need, might actually need that push to kind of fall and land into the hole and then look around and say, you know, this is actually pretty interesting. I'd like to stay down here. There's some there's some pretty interesting singles and, uh, you know, atmosphere. So we'll, did you we'll, get that we'll bucket in there. there? Did you get that bucket where like, you know, how well we've been, have buckets uh, to get we're them sourcing, yeah, we've been, We're still sourcing buckets, actually. A lot of the stuff we've been putting down there. Not really sure if it's been, um, you know, used a lot of it mm-hmm. structurally needs to kind of go to brace up the walls of the uh, of the pit and the bunker. So until until um, that changes, you know, the buckets are kind of spoken for. Okay, well, fair enough. I am so excited to introduce what I would say mm-hmm. is my favorite student. Um, right. We actually started at the same time, um, mm-hmm. and I would copy off of her sometimes, which was like wild um, because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a creative writing program, so, like, you really shouldn't copy off people, but she was totally right. chill about it at, to a certain point. And then, I, you know, I learned that lesson, and I moved forward, mm-hmm. and then I kept moving forward, and now I'm the dean. Um, so, yeah, yeah, welcome, Randy. Hi, Randy. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to show you this pit. <laughs> a pit? I just think that it'll really, pu- yeah, it'll really push the romance, this Reality TV show is all about connections. It's all about love, which for most erotica is like a huge part of it, you know. So like that's why I think it would be great for you to just check it out, see how you feel. If you don't want to do it, that's totally cool. Uh, We will be using one of those buckets to get you out of there. But I would say stay. Check it out. Right, you know, like a retreat. Uh, what kind of bucket? You know, Randy, why don't we why don't we talk about you and your background? And you're in the women's romance program, which uh, you know doesn't really sound like anything that's real to me, but um, it seems it's very to be real, somewhere... Brent. Okay, just well... because it's not about a farm, it doesn't mean that it's not real. Okay, interesting point. So, Randy, uh, why don't you? Um... You know, tell us about you and your background. So I've always wanted to be a romance writer ever since I um, heard of Moby Dick. Like, I haven't read it, but the title, I was like, yeah. Um, And then also, obviously, Twilight. Yeah, some interesting stuff there. Quite the backstory that you're sharing with us, Randy. So, um, you know, you've gotten involved in this, uh, you know, scam college as well as Christine Women's Romance seems okay well you're kind of part of the system why do you think it's a scam why do you think it's a scam is it because it's a woman thing well that's a big part of it yeah i think that a lot of people and uh, you know if you look online people will agree with me there's a lot of interesting discussion that women actually don't feel romance the same way men do so when you're writing about it i told you to get off these subreddits well it's, it's actually in a youtube video series 
and uh, that when well, men you gotta look flag at those, they're not allowed on there anymore. Is that true, Brent? Yeah, it is true. So just stay out of this, Shane, because I'm talking to Randy. And so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I am interested in, in to hear more about what you consider women's romance, because according to some of these channels that I've been seeing and uh, notes that I kind of find in comment sections of a lot of news articles, that women's romance is so different than than men's uh, because we are, you know sexual creatures and uh women kind of less so in my experience that's um what you kind it's of just come because up with you're bad at it. so christine you're coming in with a lot of energy today and i think that you kind of need to chill Thank out you. for a second and uh just just stay over there and i'm talking Do you to randy. like telling women to chill out yeah so randy not not really interested in the commentary so much as just you know some information and so brent randy is a guest you have to show people respect, especially when they're guests. If they're family, you can treat them like shit. Okay, okay, but... Christine. Okay, okay, okay think... Christine. That's a lot of crosstalk. A lot of crosstalk. So Good Shane, job. yeah, we don't. Shane. Okay, Shane. Try Christine to... can't help it. Yeah, I'm trying to keep this under control and on track. So I want to. I want to talk to Randy about, you know, women's romance and kind of that thread that we touched on a bit and then kind of lost control of. So Randy, your Brent, experience. Go ahead. You know, t- but you got to show about some that. respect. Okay, well, we'll see if we get there, Christine. So, Randy, um, your your experience and that kind of how you blossomed, and I'd love I love hearing a woman's blossom blossom. Excuse me, a woman's blossoming story whenever I can. So, I'd love to hear that. Well, I don't think that romance is that different for men and women, mm-hmm. but I got into mm-hmm. romance, like yeah. reading romance, mm-hmm. because I was looking for like some type of porn I could do in public mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so like if i read right on the bus right people don't know mm-hmm. they don't know what's going on um where otherwise if i was gonna watch porn everyone would know mm-hmm. so that's basically how i got into what about it. with the sound off though i hate turning the sound off uh, that's a big part of it yeah hearing the spitting uh and people would still be able to see it's really hard to get like a good corner on the bus you know okay so it's called the women's romance program mm-hmm. and it's it was very hard to get into yeah. Only 300 people Mm -hmm. graduate every year. And the program takes about like Mm -hmm. four to six years, depending on if you work part-time or full-time. But, you know, um, I'm pretty excited because I'm in my fourth year. So two more years, baby. Yeah. And at the end of that, you know, you're probably getting work as... um, I'm not really sure. Help me out here. Uh, What are you you writing? Uh, You know, is there really that big of a big of a market for uh, women written uh, romance and um, that kind of material. Romance novels are actually the best selling genre of book currently. They absolutely are. So yeah, there's a lot of work. Uh, So, you know, all of this sounds, you know, pretty interesting as a hobby. Uh, I couldn't really see anyone making a career of it. Maybe a couple bucks here or there, you know, selling your, um, your books on the bus or something. You see someone that looks a little lonely and you say, Hey, you want some of this homemade pornography? I, I really don't see it. Um, you know, kind of a viable career option though. So I'm not sure how your, um, you know, your parents are looking at this seems like something that, um, uh, people might be embarrassed of more than anything as a family. Why would I be embarrassed? I have a Tumblr. With over 20,000 followers. Mm. Yeah, that seems like a, a way to say I have a free website. Where, where's your Tumblr? That's not what we're here to discuss. 
So um, yeah, women's romance goes back so so many years. Uh-huh. Like, have you ever you ever been to a museum, Brent? Yeah, certain ones. I kind of avoid the women's section if that's uh, you know apparent or easy to it's do. It's not sometimes even in they, the women's well, okay, section. Sometimes they mix them together, and I don't actually. Um, I don't really. If I see that, I turn around and walk. I walk away out to, out of the museum. Like, what makes you think that romance isn't serious? When the entire world is based off people having sex. Mm. I think it's fine in person. I think that, you know, writing about it is kind of a waste of time unless it's in a memoir uh, situation. If you read Russell Brand's book, he's got a lot of interesting stories there. And I think that's the only way that you want to do it. If you're starting to make things up, it's kind of a waste of everybody's time. And uh, I, I know obviously don't, what you don't could you say. Make, don't you, you make could things say, up in well, your okay, mind when me. you're so masturbating? You say you could, you like, just... don't, you, don't you think of things while you're masturbating? No, I'm just reading that book, that Russell Brand book, as fast as possible. And I never get tired of uh, of those scenes. And he's got a lot of interesting stuff. You can Because I know what Russell Brand looks like, uh, you know, based on those So you picture Russell Brand? Russell Brand. Is his name? Sorry, I canceled him from my mind. He's got some really interesting ideas in in sex and other areas of the book that I haven't really checked out what? yet. Okay, you never but... answered my question. Do you do you make things up in your mind when you masturbate? No, I think it's all based on experience, and that's why you want to get out there and when you're as young as so, possible, so you have picture as much, people you have know? as much sex picture, as possible, so that you, you picture you things you that have already that, happened. You, you store that, and you kind of like go back to it and go back to the well as many times Ooh, as you no, want. No, that's yeah. well, that's called a spank bang. Not to me, it's not. It's called memories, and uh, you know, I can call them up at any point. When I'm on the bus, I don't need to be reading anything. I can be walking down the street. I can be remembering someone. I had what if you with. don't want to remember any of the people you've had sex with? Some mm. people have that. I want to remember everyone. I don't. Okay. Well, I that's the forget. difference. That's the difference between you and me and that I live in reality. You live in a bit of a fantasy world. Why wouldn't you want to live in a fantasy? Right. Christine, I, I think that this is a student that I can, I see there's a bit of trouble here. I'm sure you have problems with her in the classroom as the dean of uh, women's women's studies, women's romance. She's an incredible writer, even though I'm in charge now, you know, and like she is still a student, like I'm judging her work. And, you know, sometimes it's not as good. And, 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 you know, we get into it when I give things not a great mark, but it's just because I don't like it. And if I'm the one judging, right. then, you know, you, you have to write everything for me. So, like, if the person doesn't mm. have brown hair or, you know, if they're taller or shorter than me, like, the main person, then, then you know, I can't connect with it. And so it gets a fail. Yeah, I actually learned to just name all my main characters Christine. And that gets you an A. I'd like to write about lots of people not named Christine. I mean, while you're in the program, but... though, you got to listen to your teacher. Uh, you have been in the program for four years, and I recently entered the program, but I think the fact that I was jumped up to Dean is proof that, like, I know what's good, and everybody who keeps complaining about making everything for me and putting me as a Mary Sue into all of their different stories is bullshit. And uh, well, who made you Dean? Who made you Dean? The Dean. I've been here four years, mm-hmm. and... And you you just showed up like three weeks ago. I know. And now you're dean, right? Mm-hmm. 
But like, so what's going on? Like, what do you actually know about romance writing? I mean, I think just like intrinsically, I know so much about it. And as being someone who like reads a lot of stuff, like a lot of erotica, and then, um, you know, is like alone a lot. So it has a lot of time to read that stuff. And the dean just disappeared. And then I was offered the position. So I guess that it was from the dean's email, though, to be honest, it didn't sound like the dean, which is kind of strange. And they never got back to me. They just said show up on Monday. So I guess that's a little weird. But you know what? These things come to you. You close a window, you open a door and they give you a job. That sounds kind of shady. When I say it out loud, it does sound a bit shady. I feel like fate and the universe came together to give me this opportunity because I really needed a win. And I think God knows that. Okay, have you written anything since you've been dean? Oh, I don't have the time for it right now. No. Okay. I've been doing a lot of sexting, but that's about it. And honestly, I've been sexting to myself because I can't talk to my boyfriend right now, but obviously I wouldn't want to cheat. So I will sext from my phone to myself and then I will go on my computer and answer from my computer. That's writing. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess that's a form of writing. Just a lot of stuff about, you know, having sex and, you know, touching each other's faces putting our fingers through each other's hair, you know, shaking hands, that kind of thing. Uh, have you had sex before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has. Yeah, tons of guys. Yeah, okay, well, not tons of guys, but well, a lot yeah. have been mentioned on the show before. That's uh, like... Uh, okay, well, Christine, Christine invited me on here because she said that I could read some of my work, which I think is much better than anything Christine could write. Okay, okay, well, we'll see. We'll hear it. But yeah, I love to support my students, especially you. So we can hear your little story. And I think like once you, you know, I, I think you can push yourself further and get better and better. Once you get these Fs and these D minuses out of the way, you'll be doing A's all the time. Everybody has to start somewhere. You've only been doing it for four years. So I really think that you'll get to 2D, 3D, and the, you know what? You'll get to that 5D chess. But you won't be getting D's. You'll be getting A's. Well, why don't you read a bit of your work? Okay, I'll read, I'll read this story. Uh, I don't have a title for it yet, but if you think of anything while I'm reading. Okay. The heavy mast ropes of the pirate ship groaned and moaned as the thick wet rain splashed well across the hard bow of the pirate ship, mixing with the damp ocean spray and ocean water. The ripely plump girl quivered against her bonds. Her bosom pressed tightly mm. together over the glittering treasure chest she had been mounted over. As her thigh-high evening boots slowly dried inside the candlelit captain's cabin, she wondered how she would have managed to escape this time. Oh, Princess Champagne, she muttered to herself from between her puckered, glossy lips. You've managed to escape the Baron's devilish aerial balloon warship, but now you've landed yourself behind in an even worse situation. Her behind was still aching from her days as the Baron's prisoner high above the clouds, held for ransom after being stolen from her father's winter skiing villa. But after granting the Baron's charmingly chiseled younger brother a dip in her pool of moisture, she had been able to escape into an even larger pool of moisture, the ocean. 
when the galley ship had appeared from the thick, milky fog and plucked her from the sloshing waves with the rescue pole, she thought she had been saved, only to find the black skull and crossbone of the pirate flag, and the leering, grizzled faces of the pirates themselves, their own bones, no doubt, crossed from a long journey at sea. If not for the captain's intervention, she feared her flower would have been plucked by each pirate in turn, each hungrier than the last for a chance at her pink pearl. Now she was at the mercy of this rugged rogue left to await his command. Just as she finished thinking that thought, the pirate captain door opened with a throaty creak. Here said the captain. I've brought you a goblet of coconut water, fresh from the coconut. We hijacked a shipment of coconuts from the Dark Baron's men, and we're on our way to return them to the coconut people. You mean you're not evil pirates? The princess moaned. No, said the captain, removing his waterlogged shirt and revealing the mounds of his rippled, flame-lit chest. We only help those in need and pirate from those dark souls that would rob the poor. I vowed on my sweet mother's grave I would never betray my vow to protect the weak of the seas. She felt the heat from her feminine heart begin to blossom as the captain worked at the knot suspending her hands and then working at the knots on her wary back with a massage, his strong hands calloused with years of the seaman's life. You're so tense after such a difficult journey, princess, the captain whispered. How can a simple pirate captain hope to entertain a high lady such as yourself? Her small gasp gave him all the answer he needed, his hardness nudging urgently into the mouth of her arousal. She slipped from his pantaloons, his thick blue fur gentle against her hairless lips as he pushed himself into her crevice. You're so big, Captain! Her honeypot was filled to the brim as Captain Sonic the Hedgehog extended his full length deep within her. My beauty, he moaned, his sex pulsing in rhythm okay. with her own Okay, hold folds. on for a second, please. Um, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep putting Sonic into all of these stories. I told you once. I told you a thousand times. Automatic F. You can't do I don't, it. I don't put him in every story. He's in every single one. And then the, the no, other person is, looks like me. And it's mm. like I'm having sex with Sonic the Hedgehog, which is... I w- much prefer Knuckles, but also I don't like hedgehogs like that. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just, it's a character that you don't own. So you can never sell these stories. Christine, th- this is, this is a fantasy. Like I'm just expressing a fantasy, like, like not necessarily like my own personal tastes, but like, you know, like it's just a fantasy. It's not real, you know, and, and, but that's why women's romance is so good. Okay, well, I disagree. I think that there are universal things that are important in erotica, and um, having sex with a you know cartoon hedgehog is is not a universal thing that people can identify with. I, I don't even think there's you know a lot of fanfiction.net about this. Maybe there is actually. What am I saying? But mm-hmm. you know, I just don't know how you're gonna make money off of this because like the whole point of the program is to get people out there making money off of their stories, and you can't sell these because you know Sonic the Hedgehog is is a 
Disney or something like that? Sega. I think that if the Sonic the Hedgehog people read my stuff, that they might consider, you know, handing over the copyright, like giving Mm. me free reign, you know, because Mm. I, I feel like my work is that impressive. Well, if they didn't do it for the people drawing all those pictures on Rule 34, I don't think they're going to do it for you. Although this is more of a literary thing, that's true. But I just, just write a story where it's just humans, please. Just one. Okay, well, I have, I have other stuff. You know, I have different stories. I can read another one. Please do. Okay. Okay. Lady Rose Petal knelt before the holy man before her, her hands bound behind her. She was helpless before the priest, her mouth agape as she saw him struggle against his own urges. This is my worry, my lady, he said hungrily. I've taken a vow to God, and I can never take a lover. His heavy bulge was lifting the front of his burlap robes, betraying the truth within him. Please, Rose Petal gushed, her slit already covered in thick goo that blessed her carnal canal. We both know this is what you want. The father removed his tab collar, releasing his black gown and showing the chiseled blue pectorals below. Okay. God, forgive me, he breathed, sheathing his foot of sex within her pleasured tunnel. Foot? Wow. So hold on. I'm just going to pause this for a second. This is very... No, I have more. <sighs> Sonic the Hedgehog's meaty no. Sack oh, come on against her with each thrust, their knees working in unison against the solid granite of the altar. That can't even happen because he's so much. See, shorter. that was different. There was an altar. What is this woman now two feet as well? Sonic the Hedgehog is a hedgehog. Sure, maybe he's a little tall. He's Sonic is tall. not just a hedgehog, he's a hedgehog man. I also, you gave him a foot long dick. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. I'm just trying to help you as your teacher telling you as your dean that you can't sell these stories people are going to be creeped out by them the only fans you're going to get are creeps on the internet it's a big market i also think christine you're kind of stifling her because i mean we don't we don't know how big sonic the hedgehog uh is his height or the height of his genitals Mm -hmm. i picture him being as big as a man you know maybe i'm in the wrong here i just would like to hear a story that does not involve this hedgehog do you, can you can we just move on to the next to the next one? Sure. Do you have something different? I have stories for days. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gabrielle Blossom stared up at the rogue before her. She was the latest treasure to be added to his hoard of glittering gems and jewelry as she rested atop a pile of golden baubles. Her hands were bound tightly behind her. What will you do with me? Blossom murmured. Knowing the answer as she watched his Turig member swell before her. I vowed to never betray the memory of my late wife, the thief cried, unbuckling his now tight trousers behind her. But I am a, just a simple man. Sonic the Hedgehog okay, placed himself at on. the gate of her sugar walls, his fine blue fur <sighs> tickling her and mixing with her what? own thick fur. Okay, well, this is another one. Do you have any stories that don't have Sonic in them? Yeah. Okay, well, let's hear it then. Okay, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog cried out in pleasure as she pushed herself into his blue rosebud, his hands tied behind him. She enjoyed the power of the device the wizard had 
gifted her over her furry lover. Okay, well, that one doesn't even make sense. That one is, I don't know. I guess that's microfiction. Yeah, that was that was just a rough draw. That one sounded I, I connected like, with know, it. It was a bit different because she was fucking Sonic the Hedgehog as opposed to the other way around. Yeah. And the, I think that's the yeah. first sign of a wizard. So it's the first um, step into the supernatural. Everything else was really realistic. Christine, you've really fostered some great talent here. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you know what? I think consensus is that Sonic does make these stories better, um, and you have a great skill. So I would say you should bring all of these when you get into the pit and share them with everyone, and maybe it'll turn everyone on. That's great. So we can get this nonsense story, you know, garbage out of the way real quick and, uh, you know, get down to business, which is, Randy, what we would love is for you and some of the other sexy singles uh, that are under christine's control to get into this sex pit that we are digging uh out here at the ranch as part of the um reality ranch island dating reality tv program so i'd love to get you down there you know sounds like you know sounds like a yes but uh you know just for you know contractual reasons would love to get a verbal agreement off of you here um i'd actually love to live in a pit oh great is there food Mm -hmm. uh we are going to be throwing you know bread rice uh other items down there water probably uh you know it's all part of the challenge and reward system uh that's it's inherent in any of these reality tv shows that are popular these days above ground and honestly randy i don't want to overpromise, but there may be hedgehogs down there um for all we know, there's a lot of wildlife on the grounds and a lot of tunnel networks. Uh, I, very I appreciate well could be what you're saying, but I like hedgehogs mm-hmm. that are as big as men. Hedgehogs with big hogs. Yeah, the other ones are just pets. You know, they're just, they're not for sex. Solves the food problem, at least. You know, sounds like you're interested. Uh, if, if Christine will let me have a sabbatical. Oh, this is absolutely for credit. You're going to learn so much down there about... What sex um, looks like from the outside in person and from the inside, I think it's going to be great for you. As Dean, you're getting an A for this. Oh, okay. I'll go. I'm getting an A. Yeah, this sounds great. And, you know, just before you get down below the ground, uh, you know, while you've still got cell service, because that does not exist in the bunker as of yet, just want to get you on, you know, maybe a group email, maybe a Facebook chat with everybody else in the program and uh, tell these other sexy singles that you're going to school with that, uh, you know, it's, they've got to get down in that pit as well. So, uh, you know, we'll give you some time to settle your affairs that way. Okay. That sounds great. Uh, so, uh, Randy, it was a long walk. You know, we had to put up with some of this other nonsense about the writing and everything. And, but, uh, it, it sounds like we got where we needed to go, which is you down in that pit. And we are very excited to, uh, have you up there as our second, second sexy single and the first of many i think that you know much like the lemmings or hedgehogs i think they're also called once one walks down into a pit the others follow so we're going to get you on that group email chat and get some of those other sexies uh down in that pit as well yeah i really am excited to join your bunker because um it'll just be nice to get away from school and um Christine, honestly, because she's constantly stifling my creativity, okay. you know, like I just want to be free to write about what I want to write about, Sonic. what I think is hot, Sonic. what 
I think everyone else should think is hot. Sonic as well. So I'm just excited for the freedom, the creative freedom. Yeah, I think we're all excited. You know, that's, you know, your business. What you do down in the pit is fine with me. Not really interested in that aspect of it. But to have you down there as one of those bodies, I think it's going to really play well to get, you know, the second uh, cast member. So thank you so much, Randy. And Shane, uh, if you could just kind of direct her down into the uh into the pit out there on the field Mm -hmm. i love sonic yeah i'm a big fan of sonic i didn't know he um got into all that adult stuff but it's really interesting i can't wait to read more i'd love to buy some of your novels before we uh yeah personally not interested and i really i really want to cut the sonic talk off as much as possible just you know for legal reasons i did agree with christine on this one so you know again what you do on your own time maybe you could you know not talk about sonic but maybe just think about him when you're down Mm -hmm. in that pit and that's that's uh oh i'll think about him are you thinking about him right now i'm always thinking about him how old is he to me 21 i think canon about 30 not in my brain actually wait no he was probably a teen when he came out so like 46 well he hasn't aged a day true he looks really good for his age not really interested in this sonic the hedgehog stuff again let's cut that out of the show and we're going to get rid of that but every Everything else you've been saying, uh, really excited about Randy. So, yeah, just Shane, get her, get her down there into the pit, and uh, you know we'll check in with you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no problem. Hi. All right, that's out of the way, and uh, she's down in the hole. Shane, you want to pass me some of that water? Uh, thanks. Some get. Uh, I can't get enough. <coughs> so good. <coughs> I'm interested in my coworker. However, I am extremely shy. He got a haircut which does look good, and I would like to compliment it, but I'm too nervous to do so. I don't want to make a fool of myself. I don't want to make a fool of myself if he isn't interested or finds me attractive. We don't interact much because I'm a receptionist and he is a nurse, which is another reason why it's hard for me to approach him. I've even thought to just leave a sticky note with my name and number asking him to text me if he's ever... Uh-oh. If he's ever interested in hanging out after... Okay, I'm good. After he's hanging... After hanging out after work just to avoid the confrontation. Pretty pathetic, I guess. Do you have any advice? I missed most of it. Um... Brent, what's going on here? Are you okay? I'm fine. Let's just get through the questions. Okay? Okay. Okay. I'm fine. (sighs) Okay. This is what people are here for. Okay, I would say break it up. Um, this guy's obviously not into you. Um, and honestly, if you felt like you had to be with this guy, you would have already complimented him. You would have asked him out, you know. I, he's a nurse. He's probably got, like, pretty wild schedule anyway. Your reception. Maybe you have the same schedule. Maybe not. But I would advise, you know, just break it off. Don't have sex with people at work or date them. It's not a good idea. It's like, don't, don't piss where you eat or whatever, you know, separate them. There's a lot of people in the world. And I mean, you seem nice. Maybe take an improv class, be less shy. I don't Mm -hmm. know. What do you think, Shane? I think, you know, yeah, it's probably time to walk. Brent, get off the floor. Yeah. Brent, get up. We'll just. Brent, get up. I'm fine. I'll just. This is freaking me out. Get up. I'm fine. 
I think Sorry, you know ahead, she Shane. should just yeah move on from this one. Maybe get in touch with um, Shane okay again. So Rumble okay Island. again, uh, Shane. I just want to. I wanted everyone to know. Make sure this is not expert level advice. This is Shane's input, as uh, you know, at most a trainee. In yeah, advice, of course, expert um, advice. But all I would say is yeah, just email Shane at the Granville Island Reality Ranch Dating Project um, with any. Um, you know, headshots or anything like that, because I think maybe you gotta you gotta meet someone new, and this reality ranch dating project we're working on might be a good fit for you. So I would say, yeah, um, try try something new, and uh, I really gotta fill this cast out. So I'm gonna just probably be asking everyone to join the show. Brent, you got an answer? Do you want to give your opinion from down there? My boyfriend and I met at work at the beginning of quarantine and immediately started living together. Oof. He's amazing and wonderful. Oh, but I just feel like he doesn't treat me like I'm the one. I'm scared of throwing another relationship away and I'm about to start cosmetology school and resign our lease in January. I have nowhere else to go, honestly. I can't help to think about an ex that truly made me feel on top of the world like I was the one. How do I get my current boyfriend to make me feel that way yeah definitely uh you know this is a big breakup for me you're starting uh, a new chapter of your life and studying the stars and i think that you need Mm -hmm. to you know stay grounded on earth as you look up to the heavens above and you got to feel like the one and i think uh you know that's that's the path so get get out of this doesn't matter if you have nowhere to go i think there's always a place for you to stay somewhere up um yeah some people would say that getting together immediately and expecting to feel like someone is the one within months of meeting each other would be like a little silly because you don't know everything about each other yet but if you're not feeling that way honestly which it seems like you're not you're starting this new program like maybe you can live with someone at school Mm -hmm. just like be really nice to everyone at school and then just talk shit about this guy to them for a while and one of them will most likely offer to let you stay on their couch for a while or just come down to the grombo ranch and um yeah there's a place waiting for you just you can stay here for an indefinite amount of time and maybe meet the next the one Mm. um and cam makes me feel like i'm the only one in the world sometimes so maybe he could do the same for for this person so break up yeah break up Brent, do you want Shane to read the next one or? <laughs> I'm ready to do it, Brent. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, sure. I just remember uh, that these, these, this is uh, Shane. You are not an expert, and this is not an expert level read of the questions. So there might be some mistakes. There might be some mistakes in there. So just you know, if you're listening. Not an expert level read. My husband and I split the household chores 50-50, but he has been absconding from doing his fair share. One of his chores was mowing the grass. He bought a robot, which automatically cuts it. Another of his chores was vacuuming. He bought another robot, which does that too. I complained about this and asked him to take on some more chores to balance the load. I gave him the dishes. He bought a dishwasher, which removes 90% of the effort. I gave him the washing of our cars. He drives them to the drive-through car wash, and the lazy route is taken yet again. 
he's refusing to take on any additional work in the house, saying that he already had responsibility for all these areas. But since he automated them, it really doesn't count. What should I do? Wow, interesting question. Wow, this this uh, husband needs to break up with this person. Yeah, she sounds unreasonable. Yeah, they're like totally being rude. This husband is doing all the nice things mm-hmm. of like, you know, uh, making their lives easier in every single way. Yeah. And this person uh, does is not receptive to she, that, like is mad about that. She just wants that sweat equity. She just wants him to work hard. Well, they. We don't know who they are. Oh, sorry. You're right. They. Oh, this is a woman. Okay. Yeah, it's just like... Can tell. How can you tell, Brent? They don't like robots. Okay, well, that's not true. I love robots, and I'm a woman. I would love okay, this guy on the ranch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He could work smart. Yes, absolutely. He's making everything better. He, he's way too good for this person. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need to find a way to make their chores automated because he's figuring it all out. I think and he's they're buying a chore the stuff themselves, too. honestly, from what I'm hearing yes. here. And like they're saying, like he bought a dishwasher or he goes to the car wash. There's so much like, heat that is like radiating off of Brent. Shocking right now. it anymore? He's just Whoa. so hot. Can you feel that? Yeah. Brent. What do you think about this question? I'm going to call the armadillo guy. You keep him on hold. That's all the time we got. Okay, that's all the time we got. Okay, that's all the time we got for this episode. We can't get an ambulance out here. The roads are too full of holes. I want to thank... Brent, can you walk out? uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, I'm... For Shane McLean and Christine Bordelin, I... I want to thank everybody for coming to the show. And, uh, you know, mate... Oh my god. It's a lot longer, the ambulance number out here is just may your heart, a British number. May your hearts be full. Okay, until next party line. Okay, I'm just dating. Oh. Oh, Brent! Oh, gross.